Welcome back, Mortal X friends. I'm Cody, and I am not here with Riley. We are branching out, and today I am here with one of my favorite coworkers in the non-podcast real world, and I'll let him introduce himself right now. Hi, I'm Nito. <laughs> And I'm a 42-year-old child. He, Nito, Nito is one of my favorite people because he makes me feel a lot better about the money that I spend on stuff um, by whenever I'm like, oh, Nito, I'm going to buy this. One, he's the best influence ever because he'll be like, yeah, you should. But then he'll tell me what he bought. I'm like, wow, you're great. This is what I get to evolve into. You're like the Charizard to my Charmeleon. Eventually. Eventually. Um, but Nito is here today to not talk about X-Men, though we could um nito nito has uh, been a, a comic comic boy uh, much longer than riley and i by sheer you know age age veracity but uh we're here to talk today about something that nito and i realized pretty early on that we had in common and that is a galaxy far far away um star wars but more specifically uh, ahsoka just ended last night uh nito and i have a very you know healthy habit that i'm sure everyone else loves which is when we're walking into our our workplace basically yelling at each other did you watch it did you watch it and the answer is always either no (laughs) tonight (laughs) or sometime when i don't have my kids yeah and so i i know i messaged you last night like hey have you seen it yet and you you powered through you powered through you found some time to watch it and so I I was like, this would be a really cool mini episode to get a chance to talk about uh, Ahsoka. So, Nito, what's your relationship with with Star Wars? So, the reason I got into Star Wars in the beginning was it was the first movie I honestly watched with my dad. Which one was it? Number, like, Uh, original? It was original. Okay. So, I mean, I was about five or six, so that's 86, and um, I... Heard about Star Wars, you saw the commercials for toys, and my dad goes, let's, let's go watch it. And so back then we didn't have blockbusters, so we had to go to the local gas station that had these, <laughs> these uh, rows or bays of uh, tapes. And then you just rent it from the gas station and Star Wars, uh, New Hope, uh, Betamax. <laughs> it wasn't even VHS at the time. You watched Betamax. It was Betamax. So and so... Watched uh, New Hope on Betamax, and then eventually Empire, and then from there, me and my dad have always watched A New Hope or Empire every year. That's awesome. Without without kind of stop. Just like kind of uh, A Christmas Story. Yeah. So when we I go down for the holidays, it's always A Christmas Story, and then some Star Wars movie, okay. and then we're good for the rest of the holidays or the year. Ever the Star Wars Christmas special? Since it came out and we found it on YouTube, yeah, yes, we do that as well. <laughs> um, um, so, what was the first Star Wars that you saw in theaters? Did you go to the re-releases? Went to the re-releases okay. in the nineties. Cool. That was and, my. That's yeah, yeah. one of my first movie experiences with my dad. He took me to go see A New Hope, um, but I had seen them on VHS before, mm-hmm. so I got to watch it before the infamous Job of the Hut and oh. like Moss Moss Eisley scene. And, yeah. and I, was, I saw that scene. Before I saw them, like, because they had Jabba as a human. Mm-hmm. And then when they did it, I'm like, oh, okay. Now I know what that reference is to. Yeah. You mean, things like that. And so from there, I me mean, my dad kind of went down, I mean, the collector's rabbit hole. You I mean, he would never say no when, like, I earned. Yeah. Like, hey, dad, I, don't, I want this toy. Okay. And, he'd, and he was the first one to buy me two. Like, he'd buy two. I'm like, why are you buying me two? He's like, well, you have one to save. 
and you have one to open. I, I never listened. No. I was a kid, right? Yeah. I have a little brother, so we just opened both. So two, <laughs> like two Bobo Fets going around. So did you, what was your first toy line? Was it Powers of the Force? Or was it, no, it was probably no, no. the one in the 80s still. One so in the 80s had, yeah. So we're, like Return of the Jedi was like one of the first sets okay. I could actually get. And then you had to go back and get all that other stuff. Did you get all of Jedi? Uh, most. And yeah. my mom still has them in, in the attic. Yeah. For crawl space. We okay. call, I mean, there's uh-huh. no attic in California, the crawl space. With my Transformers. Okay. And so it's, most of it is things that I didn't break. Yeah. And she was able to, like, squirrel away. So I'm actually, I'm, so I'm really curious about this, because you, you are, you're a little older than me. Mm-hmm. And my first Star Wars toy wave was the power of the Force. The buff, like, buff the Star buff, Wars. Buff Star Wars. <laughs> like, buff Star Wars was my, was my first Star Wars. And yeah. I still, like, I swear by those figures. Like, yeah. now, obviously, I do, I collect vintage collection, 3.75. Mm-hmm. But the, the buff Star Wars, and for those who don't know, I would encourage you to type in 1990s Power of the Force because these were the most jacked, like, Mm -hmm. He-Man-looking Luke Skywalker. Like, Mark Hamill never looked so good in his his Dagobah tank top. Oh, yeah. Just just ripped as (laughs) could be. He didn't even have a shirt, too. So it's like, it's weird. Like, what's going on? What's going on? They all, all the men had extreme pecs. Mm -hmm. Um, Han Solo's shirt, too. It was was great. It was a great time. I want to say they they took reference from Liefeld's Captain America. It was, yeah. That's funny because it was kind of during that whole uh, rebirth it or was. not re- uh, heroes reborn everybody, era, everybody so everyone had those same barrel chests <laughs> that has still given me identity issues. And to then this like day. shoulder pads, like Darth Vader came out with shoulder. Pads. Darth Vader had shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what a great time! But did you did you get those? Or were you, I did. Okay, so you got I, those yeah, too. I have those. I think I, I have the most of like yeah. power of the force, like, yeah. and because that line led into the episode one line, mm-hmm. the line that came after that. And I, I collected it, pretty regularly up through episode three releases. Mm-hmm. And it lasted. Like, the power of force, it just come, it kept coming out. It's the same figure. Yeah. But you get the hologram backs. Things so like smart. That. So, and then um, episode one, they, the episode one was when you started to, like, it was still, they were to scale mm-hmm, with power yeah. of the force, but yes. they started being a bit more... Realistic. Realistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I remember Qui-Gon Jinn all of a sudden had, like, arms that could swing yeah. in and out. Was, and I was a so senior good. in high school when that Are you came senior out. senior in high school when episode one came out? Yeah, yeah, we, we actually went, uh, my film is lit class. That's so sick. Went to yeah. see Star Wars because we talked about Hero's Journey. And so he got, our teacher got it approved for us to go opening day. I love that. And so we went and then um, I was part of that whole collection rush too. So I have like the pre-order Mace Windu. Yep. Um... I've all oh, like the preview one. Yeah, the where preview it, was, one. it was like preview Mace Windu, preview Battle Droid yes. on the... Um, what was the on the staff on the staff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so I had those I mean when I was part of that whole hey is it zero zero one you mean looking at yes, the back yes yes and I don't even think it it mattered it didn't matter it didn't matter but you we did still find we episode one yeah, things yeah, yeah. so that's so I was in you're either gonna hate this or just really rise I was in second grade uh-huh. when that came out <laughs> and so like I I remember the episode one toys for me it was it, I was part of the rush as a child yeah, and yeah. so like I remember my end of the year school prize was like both me and my younger siblings all we wanted were episode one toys and so we would go to walmart or actually i think it was probably kmart back then we would go to kmart and we would each pick like and i was like i'll get qui-gon jinn if you get obi-wan kenobi if you get (laughs) if you get padme Mm -hmm. and just we got loaded up on that and then you just wanted the ladies bick Yes. And then put the little chips so you can yeah. hear them talk. <laughs> and it never sounded like that. I was like, hey, let's go. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah the, so actually, 
I did a Star Wars trivia contest a few years ago at like a swap meet, mm-hmm. and I won a new version of the Comlink. Oh, I forgot they were released. They were, they were yeah, the Comlinks where you could hear the chips, and mm-hmm. so those were so sick, and it still worked. Yeah. Um, okay, so collecting. What do you collect now? So I so uh, in terms of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean those rare pieces like from Celebration. Okay. Uh, really vintage Star Wars I don't have. So I'm kind of just filling in those holes in my collection. Do you still do you have some oh, holes? Yeah. Okay, I have holes yeah. still. I mean, it, I mean, there's always I mean Boba Fett, Fire Rocket, which I will never find. Yeah. Um, you know the different colors, snakes for Yoda. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous, <laughs> and you can just order those on Etsy anyway, so uh. it doesn't really matter because no one's gonna know if you just display it. Um, but solely right now, like I, I pump all my money at, at, into like. Uh, Six scale figures. Yeah. So basically, the Barbie. Can you dolls describe? Can you describe to our comics listeners how big six scale so figures are? Six scale is about sixteen to eighteen inches, depending on the figure. Fully, fully articulated. Depending on the figure, sometimes the, you can move their eyes and in, in the direction. Like there are several. There's a Darth Maul I have where you could actually move his eyes. From so the could, back of his head. From the back of his head. Oh, that's sick. I didn't you realize just that. Off the back, yeah. and you could have him look a certain way. You can actually have him do the whole like uh, Pennywise thing where one eye goes the other way. <laughs> There's a Batman that does that too. Okay. Like Keaton Batman. That's so good. Um, but basically, imagine really big, cooler Barbie dolls. Yeah. And much, cooler. Much, much cooler. Barbie much cooler Barbie dolls. Yeah. Much cooler because the accessories and things. But um, and there's so many in terms of Star Wars that you have to I have to decide what arcs I want. So like Mandalorian for sure. Anybody Boba Fett. So whatever Boba Fett comes out. I'm buying this both, is yours, right? regardless. Yeah, regardless. It doesn't matter. It could be, like, they, uh, I think Sideshow came out with a, uh, an alternate assassin Boba Fett. It had a huge, like... Uh, like rifle? Like a a rifle, a sniper okay. rifle. Yeah. Had, a, had an actual knife and a holster and then a bunch of, like, lightsabers. I didn't care how goofy it looked. I'm like, yeah. you know what? It's, I know it's Sideshow because there's two different companies. Yeah, okay. So there's Sideshow and there's Hot Toys. What's better? Hot Toys, for sure. Because hot, okay. hot Toys are, I mean, there's actual company, and Sideshow kind of just makes their own six scale, but they're a lot cheaper, and then, you mean, in okay. terms of quality, and so, um, but it doesn't matter, Boba Fett, um, Darth Vader, any Darth Vader. Any Darth Vader, out. yeah. Um, Palpatine, when he came out, he had a throne, and Force Lightning, all that, and so, um, there's a Vader coming out, where I'm going to actually put Palp over, uh, Vader's going to put Palp over his head, and Love have it. the whole lightning and is so and it just becomes one of those things where eventually you can't collect it all yeah well you can you can you can if you want a second you, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. and so but solely just six scale my son i'm actually getting like a whole my son's really into stop motion okay so i want to get a gantry yeah and start using my six scale figures for him to kind of get into it. get into that's it. awesome that's yeah, really yeah, cool yeah. Um, some of my first stop motion were with Star Wars figures. Yeah. That was loved it. Um, okay, so so Star Wars has changed a lot, um, and now we are in, and some might say, an overabundance. I think on this podcast, I've sometimes said an overabundance. Um, you and I have talked about a lot of the shows. There's a lot that we haven't talked about, um, but to kind of bring Star Wars back to the forefront when. When Force Awakens and the Disney purchase was announced, how how hot are you on the on the sequels? So I was excited, just like anybody else. Mm-hmm. You see a preview like Disney buying it wasn't kind of a shock because Disney buys everything. Yeah, you I mean they they're buying up every property, and for me it was kind of like okay, cool. Then they could keep pumping out more 
Star Wars. Cause Which means t- you get more toys. You get more toys. Yeah. And at the time, I think we only had, again, like the Clone Wars series. We only had these. Did you, did you watch Clone Wars? I and Rebels? Wars. Okay. And I, I actually watched the original, I forget to say his name, but... Jenny Tartakovsky. Oh, Tartakovsky. Yeah. Tartofsky. Uh, yeah, Riley, yeah. Riley, my podcast partner, we, we love those. Yeah, I love I, those. I was in eighth grade when those came out, right before episode three, seventh and eighth grade, and okay. I just, I ate yeah. that up. Like, I had them on DVD, and yep. I would literally, we'd go over to a friend's house and we'd just put those on yeah. and watch them while, while playing with our figures. Mm-hmm. I've heard like ones all where, cool eighth graders did. Oh, oh, college. I was in college at the time. <laughs> Dude, the same thing. <laughs> and I had those figures in my dorm room. I'd watch those in between breaks or if I yeah. just need to go to sleep. The ones I liked the most were the ones where they didn't talk. Yeah, oh, yeah, where yeah, they were yeah. just little silent films. Yeah, yeah. They, they were so good. They just make noises, like, like, you mean, all the art troopers making their noises, yeah. go, and then go. The one that I always reference as, like, anytime people are like, oh, people Jedi are overpowered. I'm like, you can't say a Jedi is overpowered until you've seen Mace Windu punch a battle droid a thousand times. <laughs> Not one battle droid. <laughs> but, but at least a hundred or so oh, more battle droids. Oh, God. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard watching... I, I think this will tie us back in. It's, it was hard watching live-action Star Wars after that. Yes. And I think part of my, like... I know episode three has been reclaimed as, like, this Gen Z like mm-hmm. adored piece of media um as an eighth grader coming off of the clone wars cartoons going to episode three and that was my era of like i, I read all the books that was my first time reading the mm-hmm. thrawn books that was my first time reading like rogue squadron and going to episode three I was like this isn't my favorite and it still is not like i, I yeah. think i'm more down on episode three than a lot of people mm-hmm. um but what was what was it like going into going into the the sequels now kind of with all because you've had so much more time to read and absorb star wars content so it was exciting I mean, we all saw the trailer we all had that reaction and then just like anything it brought me back to when the prequels came out yes because again i was yeah. in high school college yeah you'd have the midnight releases and you just wait in line for a couple days. You mean miss miss college classes? Like, hey, it's episode three. It's like Lord of the Rings. I don't yeah. know. It, it was that era where people would actually go to premieres at midnight, like totally. wait there all day, camp out. It started with you mean uh, Phantom Menace, and so I really, really, really want to give these movies, yeah, you mean what they deserved. And so I think at the time when I watched them, like I I took it as Star Wars, so I'd watch it. I'd go, okay, that's interesting. That's great. Just like everybody else, like this is a new toy. Yeah, that's great. Exactly, <laughs> totally. And so there are great things about it, <clears throat> and then there were things that you just kind of just over over analyze. Yeah, mainly because a lot of us fans understand that we're fans and we're very uh, critical about moves directors and writers yeah. make about Star Wars. Yes, um, but not realizing that sometimes our fandom overshadows who these movies are really for. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of keep that balance for the most part. And then I think it's like anything else. You yeah. watch it the first time, you're excited, you watch it more and more, you criticize it, you hate it, and then you watch it again. And you come around? Yeah, you yeah, come around. Yeah, like, no, like, I have, I have been that way with the sequels. I think I saw... So two things about Force Awakens. One, the trailer dropped when Leslie and I were on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And like anytime she would go to the restroom or go get a drink or something i would pull it up on my phone and she would come back and i was usually pretty good at like turning down the volume but there was a few times where she would just hear there's been an awakening and i was like she's like are you watching it again 
Um, I think I saw Force Awakens in theater probably about eight times. It's just like with different people too, where I like, I wanted to like anyone that I had a connection with, with Star Wars, I wanted to go see it. And so like, I went through the full like range of emotions. I think with all three of those sequels where I was like, I don't like this. I love this. This is interesting. This is complicated. And by the time like Rise of Skywalker came around, just like I think I'm more down on episode three than most, I think Mm -hmm. I'm actually more like positive on Rise of Skywalker yeah, and yeah. a lot of people and I think you are too I think yeah. you and I have talked about that where it's in like in comparison to like the second one was The, <laughs> the Last Jedi yeah. you're like wait a second oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's uh, it's been interesting but I think and you and I have also talked about where it's like these are four kids these are four action figures these are four storytelling like basically it's it's creating Play-Doh for imaginations to use yeah um, but I feel like we're now in an era where we are getting some live action TV shows that are more for us and more for the, the adults in the room. Um, and I think we've gotten Andor, we've gotten Ahsoka, we've gotten obviously Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. but I feel like with Andor and Ahsoka, this is the most that I have seen like think they're making these for other people not just the kids in the room and so um now you know 20 minutes into this talk about star wars i think we're finally going to talk a little bit about ahsoka um what'd you think overall i liked it yeah it kind of just continued what we were hoping was going to happen after rebels we're hoping it was going to continue and see what happens after jedi essentially because we get this whole kind of space or we don't hear anything about what happens. I think that's a really good point is like the promise of Mandalorian and Ahsoka is essentially like what happened after Jedi in a way that the sequel trilogy could never deliver on because it's so far future. And I think that's, that's something that is easy to forget in the midst of like how much Star Wars content has come out all over is like, yeah, this is, this is post, this is truly like what happened post Jedi. How did things get moving? And what's good is it wasn't a video game that was doing it. Yeah. It wasn't a it wasn't a novel that you had to sit through and read or an audible, which I do love. Yeah. But there wasn't something that wasn't connected to film. It was film that it connected is. it. That's so true. Yeah. And it wasn't even like an animated series or anything no. like that. It was just yeah, yeah. real people, real action. Um so I I guess you gave your overall thoughts. My overall thoughts on Ahsoka, I I think it's ambitious. Um, I think as I finished the last episode, like it was, it was a labor of love, even if it didn't always land for me. I think this would be one of my favorite Star Wars shows if it was animated. Um, I think it's written as an animated, and I think it's, and this is not a dig on anything, but I feel like some of the performances, set pieces, and plot points that we were expected to, we had not seen anything. It is, it's that whole Clone Wars translation where it's like, mm-hmm. We saw some equivalent things of Mace Windu punching a bunch of battle droids in live action, and I don't know how I felt about it. Um, there was a few force moves or some beats that have just never appeared in Star Wars that, like, I've read these things in comics, I've seen these things in animated, but seeing Night Sister magic in live action was a little hard for me to swallow. So how did you feel it worked as a, basically a secret sequel to an animated show. Did that bug you as much as it did me or not really? I think it did bug me because like you said, a lot, a lot of the things they attempted to do 
work better in an animated film. Yeah. Because you could do those things and it wasn't real. So like, for example, even in the, in the movies, right? Like the only time you ever saw someone do a force thing like that and get pushed were from the prequels. Mm-hmm. You never saw that in like that actual original trilogy or even what happened with Rise of Skywalker yeah. and, and, and uh, The Force Awakens. You never saw someone force leap because there were... It just it still felt really grounded. Yeah, I even feel like the combat in the sequels chose to go for a much more grounded, like like you are wielding Excalibur, you are wielding a broadsword combat versus the the karate of yes. the prequels. And I think that's yeah. just one of the things too is, is it's, it's it's that translation from something so easily done and believable mm-hmm. in animation, and then all of a sudden you see it live action, you're like so that's what it's like. It's like <laughs> it's like going backwards and saying yeah. okay. So that last fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin was awesome. They're fucking swinging their swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got, like, old man <laughs> and Darth Vader, and you're like, well, they're older, and those things actually were heavy. That, that explanation was because they could use the Force a lot more. They were, like, weighing like, each yeah, other they, Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the more in tuned or powerful you are in the Force, you could actually wave it around. And, and it's like, in reality, the production of it was like, they couldn't move or else these things would explode. Yes. Like, yeah. And so there's that, and I think, I mean... Just like anything else, you have what you can, you mean. There's only one way to do it, is try to experiment. Yeah, I, I think with Mandalorian is a lot more believable because everything was grounded in yeah. what a normal person could do. Completely, except with armor. Like sometimes you're like, yeah, you got shot fifty times in I, armor. Yeah, I always forget how yeah, invincible yeah. Beskar is yeah. until someone's all, getting all, shot all with of a sudden. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. These are bulletproof. Or, or how all the armor was Beskar except it was just painted over. So you would never know that it was Beskar. You're like, oh, okay, that's the reason why. Um, I think I completely agree with you. And I think some of what, to me, Ahsoka is going to leave a legacy of like some really big attempts and swings in the franchise. Um, they did not always land for me. But like they, they did try to take the mysticism the in the action from the animated and make it live and even some of the alien species that we've only seen as characters like truly characters and animated like come to life and i think that's another one where for some of them it really worked i think ahsoka looks great i think hera's makeup and design looked better as it went um i didn't love the night sisters the night sisters looked a little too doctor who uh-huh. uh for me and this makes me really sad to say. Poochie Thrawn? <laughs> I feel like I, the, while the voice is there, nothing else is there of my beloved Thrawn. He's just overweight. And just <laughs> not the best wig, I feel like. And I don't know if his eyes really... There's just so much about Thrawn where I'm yeah. like, I was so excited and he, he just did not deliver. And this is yeah. also one of those things where it's like, I have read all of the Timothy's on thrawn books the new ones and the old ones and just like i think i'm probably more um more sympathetic towards the character than i should be where i'm like is he really a villain or is he just fighting for his people and so just seeing him so like like for the empire and all of that where i'm like this isn't him this is not him this is like so i i have loved so much of what mr dave filoni has brought to star wars i do not love his thrawn I think that there are so many better Thrawns, particularly by Zahn, that, like, I'm missing in live-action representation because he just becomes just a, a cartoon villain. And, yeah, so I was bummed by Thrawn. I was bummed by the way some of the things looked, but uh, 
Yeah. And with Ron, I think it's one of those hard characters because I think Filoni talked about it and a couple other people was like, how do you separate yourself from the canon or what isn't canon? Completely, yeah. Especially when everything, I mean, everything in film's canon, Mm -hmm. maybe the books, but not. Yeah. I mean. And it's like the new books, it's also hard where it's like the new books are are told from his POV and like you get a character, you're not going to get that in these. It's the same way where it's like, my wife loves the Phasma book and she can separate her love from that from Phasma's three minutes of screen time. Like, yeah. it's, so it's just, it's just hard. It um, goes back to that. That's not my Luke. It's not my Luke. Right? Yeah. And, and I think also, we're also looking at it from, we have years and years and years of fandom when a majority of these people who are watching Ahsoka are like, my wife. Yeah. Who could care less about my Star wife? Wars. Yeah, my, my wife. <laughs> yeah. Could care less about Star Wars. Like she'll watch it. Did she like it, Ahsoka? Yeah, she liked it because I mean it had a strong female character, yeah. which you rarely see, uh-huh. and fallible. Yes, and then you had somebody she was trying to kind of bring up who was also fallible. Yeah, who was like yeah. they, they were all pretty messed up, which yeah. I really liked about this. I felt like that was super rare, especially where Mandalorian like it grew into us learning about his character, but he definitely played it as much more of like a Clint Eastwood iconic hero that wouldn't change versus yeah. like all of the leads in Ahsoka are all like pretty damaged yeah. women. And, and that was very fun to watch, um, which I thought worked really well from a storytelling standpoint. And um, it, it grew on me. Um, I, I think originally you and I were joking at the beginning of the show. It did feel like a, not my Ahsoka, not my Sabine. Yeah. But by the end of this, I'm like, I get it. I get what they wanted. And I, I was really happy with where those arcs went um, for for Sabine and Ahsoka in mm-hmm. particular. And um, I think Hera has a pretty, yeah, Hera's pretty, a pretty good, yeah. good one too. So um, I one of my favorite parts of Star Wars is, is what's introduced in Rebels and Clone Wars, which is the... Um, the Mortis gods yes. and uh, the, the world between worlds. And we get, we get kind of both of those yep. in secret ways. So one of the last shots with um, Balin, Balin, the late great Ray Stevenson's Balin. What a way for a final shot for an actor though. Yeah. Is so basically the planet that um, Ahsoka and Sabine spoilers get, get left on where Thrawn was uh, basically there's statues of the Mortis gods there. Um, except for the sister one is broken. Did you see yes. that? Yeah, the sister She's one is broken. There. The daughter yeah, yeah. one is broken. Um, the the little owl, spirit mm-hmm. owl, the carnivore is yeah, flying yeah. around. But I'm stoked. I, as soon as I saw that, like any of my logical like film criticism brain, I was like, Left. yeah, like yeah, hell yeah, like yeah. let's let's do this shit. Like I'm ready for. I was ready for a soak it to you right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's that was very cool. Um. We got to see live-action Clone Wars stuff, which was also cool. Um, Hayden Christensen was a Force ghost. Oh, man. How'd you feel? How'd you feel about... I didn't... How do you feel about big man Hayden coming back? So, I didn't feel as bad for this Force ghost (laughs) than I did when they inserted it into Jedi. When they inserted it into Jedi, I got pissed off. So, looky here. You can't just do that. Like, I understand. Yeah. Like, I guess... I know. in, In terms of the Force, that's when he did... Die. That's or, when Anakin or, died, yes. and comics have done their heavy lifting of the past several years to make it. That's yes. when Anakin died. Um, I just, I like it, especially if he's going to guide Ahsoka again. Yeah. Which I feel like that's going to happen. It's kind of like, I mean, Ben 
was Luke. Yeah. And Yoda was Luke from, uh, you mean, the, the other realm, from the Force coming back just to give you snippets and help you help guide you in terms of a test. Like that whole uh, Worlds of Other Worlds, it's, it's just a test. It is right? just a test. You have to accept the fact that, again, you're going to have to just let go. Yep. You I mean, you're going to have to sometimes just, <clears throat> just stop fighting. Stop fighting it and just go with it. So I don't remember the, um, the author's name, but uh, I, I, I think I may have sent this to you. Polygon did a really cool article about how this show, um, Ahsoka's story, is really one of, like, she was a product of wartime. She was a product of the war in Star Wars and how, therefore, like, she did not have a normal training. She can only impart the war that she's known. She's just always been a soldier. Um, and I just, I thought that was a really interesting interpretation and seeing how, you know, it was a bummer seeing her being really cold towards Sabine, but we finally got the explanation of like, I thought she was going to be dangerous after the bombing of Mandalore. Yeah. I'm like, that works. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. And especially if Ahsoka is also fearful and Thrawn kind of called her out about like, oh, like maybe this is exactly who you're supposed to be because of who your master was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's neat. I thought it was, I thought it was some neat developments. Um, anything that's dealing with like the nature of the force and <clears throat> these old, these old gods um, I'm here for. So um, ranking, I'm putting you on this right now, ranking the star Wars TV shows, live action star Wars. Okay. We have, so we have Mandalorian book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka and Andor. Okay. Um, do you have Do you have a definitive ranking in your mind? I think I do. Yeah. So I I, I put Mandalorian first. That's top for you. That's top for me. Okay. Again, I'm cool. All th- All three seasons, or do you have like a, a ranking of season one for sure? Yeah. Season two, three was a little iffy for okay. me. Okay. So I'd, I'd rank that a little bit lower. Yeah. You I mean season one and two for sure? Because growing that also, I'm a huge Western fan. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, it's, it's just it's a straight up and, Western. Yeah. And and if. If we go back, like, to the Obi-Wan book, mm-hmm. that's why I like the Obi-Wan book so yeah. much. It's because it was a Western. If you remember uh, the There was also an Obi-Wan Kenobi series that I didn't list, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I about that. So, but that, yeah. and, and then so that leads into, again, I could go and or I could go Obi-Wan, but yeah. I'll go Obi-Wan. Okay. Because it fills in that gap, right? Okay. Of, hey, what was this? Was he really looking after Luke and how was he looking after Luke? Yeah, yeah. And so I like that aspect and kind of, like, I mean, you get, before this, you get Obi-Wan dropping Luke off. Mm-hmm. Then you get Obi-Wan show up in Rebels. Yep. And he just defends Luke. But you don't really see that. You like, don't. So you, you don't. Like, how is he doing this? And then you get Obi-Wan the series. And then that brought back Hayden Christensen. Right? And so that, I think that's, like, that the whole, like, that whole resurrection of, of Hayden Christensen and the whole, kind of, like, that whole Jar Jar Binks with, uh... Yes, with, uh... Um, Ahmed uh, Best. Ahmed Best, yeah. It took a while. I, I don't think he went that far with, like, Ahmed Best. No. But it took a while for everyone to stop hating it's him. It's been a reclamation of the character. Yeah. Like, and, and of that actor, um, mm-hmm. which has been really interesting to see. Yeah. Not um, that the acting got any better. I think, <clears throat> I think he's the same yeah. Hayden Christensen, but his character and what he did with it, I was at that celebration where they premiered Obi-Wan and he was there, and standing ovations he started crying it's one of those things it's like he's gotten so much hate for the role yeah that to get love all of a sudden after 30 30 years close to 30 years 20 something years it's like there's that so again uh mandalorian (laughs) obi-wan your generation of star wars fans is so much kinder than mine (laughs) like like all my friends are assholes about star wars and like the the generation under me too i feel like because they got to actually grow up with with clone wars and not just like the like 
my generation went through like all oh, the prequels are sick to like ah oh, we hate this because we were yeah. adolescents when it came out and like now the shows it's like i have seen so many friends where i've just had like like even my podcast partner right like he hasn't checked out ahsoka because he's like he's like eh, i'm kind of cold on star wars right now and i'm like <laughs> I'm like i get it but also yeah, like yeah. i still i still love it so deeply yeah, but yeah. it's like like you guys celebrating Hayden Christensen, where even like when I see him show up in an episode, I'm still kind of like, ugh. Like he had to war. I he had to prove to me again, like yeah, yeah. like why I want him in these. Things. Oh, it's so, not like yeah. I didn't have those feelings. No, totally. Like but when like, I saw the spoiler, the his oh the force, first first force, 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 force ghost at the end. Yeah, and I was like, oh, is uh, this? And it brought me back to Jedi. So I'm like, ah. Oh. But then, I honestly stopped and watched that scene again. Five times before I, I turned it off. Yeah. Just kind of like... With Ahsoka looking? Yeah. At yeah. first kind of like... And then even Sabine saying like... It feels... What did she say? Like... I feel like... Oh, I, I feel like someone's watching us. Or starry. Yeah, I, yeah, she yeah. says something specific. And then Ahsoka just kind of looks. And then they go off. Just like anything else, right? Every time. Totally. It brought, it brought it back to Obi-Wan... At the end of the Obi-Wan series... Where all of a sudden Qui-Gon's, oh, like, Qui-Gon's oh. there. That's yeah, right. he's, like, he's like, finally. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Start training. Yeah. yeah. And we can start your training just like anything else, right? right? So now Ahsoka's going to start her training again to yes. train Sabine. To train Sabine. Yeah. And it's a cycle and they're all going to be dead by yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think or, so. Or, or gone. Or, or so are they? Or are they? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so my... I think my ranking... I. Andor is top for me. Okay. I, I just, Andor did surgery on my brain and heart and made me remember, like, I, I was also in production on my film when that came out and would watch <laughs> each episode and be like, well, everything I do is shit. Like, yeah. it'll never be this. Um, and it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I would end each, ep- like, most episodes of Andor, like, there was a moment where I would, like, openly sob and be like, mm-hmm. wow, this is great. So, Andor's top for me. Um, I think season... Season one of Mandalorian, I think then I would honestly go Ahsoka, and okay. then Obi-Wan, and then Book of Boba Fett at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Book of Boba Fett. I lo- Boba Fett's my favorite character. Yeah. Even though he's only 15, 15 minutes, five minutes, baby. I was just part of that crowd. Like, he was so cool looking. Get him, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Not that Boba. Not that. But, uh, yep. And, and, and Tom Wee is here. <laughs> Okay, Dad. Okay, Dad. Have you ever seen an interview where he talks about it? So good. Where tomorrow morning just goes, hey, you're going to be my son? You just call me Dad. So I guess on set, they just call each other Dad and Son the whole oh, time. Gosh. What a legend. Because they, they talked about it. Because I was, again, Celebration, and they brought him on yeah. stage for the 20th. Is it the 20th anniversary of Clone Dude, Wars? Dude, yeah, we're old. 20th anniversary of Clone Wars, and they talked about that. So yeah. they were all on stage. They brought out Obi-Wan, uh, so Ewan McGregor, yeah. and Hayden Christensen. Everyone cheered. And it was just one of those things. I think... Too is just, I mean, like you said, my generation is so much more just okay with this because yeah. we didn't get it, an overabundance of it no. when we were kids. Like, we'd have to wait. Like, what? I, I was a kid when I, when I first saw Jedi. Oh, Jedi well, Jedi came out in 80, 84. Yeah. So I was like three, so I couldn't watch Jedi, but we watched it. But I, we had to wait till like the 90s to get a re- revamp. Yeah. And then even then, it's like it took how long to get the prequels? And then even now, how long from there to get the, the sequels? And then now it's just like overabundance, but we're liking it because 
the only time I could ever see Star Wars was in my imagination if I popped in a DVD. Yeah. Or I went to Disneyland, just ride Star Tours. But now we have a whole, now we have a whole galaxy's and edge. I, yeah. And I spent three hours there by myself, and my wife's okay with it I, because she knows that I'm going to nerd out. And we, just... we should find a way to go to Galaxy's Edge together because yeah. I just I, – I will go. And let, Leslie, my wife, I've, I've been very lucky. She – love star wars too yeah. and like we'll read books and comics and it was mm-hmm. like it was really fun but like galaxy's edge we will go and we'll just walk around that's it like we won't even i don't even need to go on the rides mm-hmm. just walk around and seeing things and feeling like you're there is yes. it's it's cool um dude well you know this was good we should that's do this good. more often no, I'm no, excited. We, yeah, should, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah like i said nito is um nito is a, a wellspring of nerd knowledge um not just star wars um i will definitely i'll have you back on the pod um, what what are you looking forward to next, media wise, or what 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 are you excited about? One there, media wise, I know Loki's coming out. Okay, I'm very excited about that because I think that's the one post snap series I really like. Yeah. Everything else is kind of black. Oh well, Werewolf by Night. Yeah, that's totally Werewolf by Night's so sick. And it was just yeah. a, and, and, I'll probably and I, watch that this yeah. weekend. And it was just yeah. a horror movie, but yeah. Marvel. I I didn't feel right with the color version. I, I haven't checked out. The, I, that's what I'll probably watch this weekend. I'm really curious. It's, yeah, it's kind of like watching um, Memento in order. <laughs> yeah, just like not meant to be. Yeah, that is an awesome comparison. That's, that's the best yeah. I can describe it. It's just, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, in color because I want to. But really, it doesn't need the color. Just like Memento doesn't need to be in order. But you're gonna watch it because that's a special feature. And you can yeah. watch all the seeds in order. Um, uh, that um, comic books coming out for sure. Um, the return of Superior Spider-Man. Yep. Um, uh, right now, uh, droids. What was it D D Squad? Yeah, Dark Droids. <laughs> Dark droids. D Squad. Yeah, D Squad. So good. Um, and then it, I still know it sounds corny, but when they they're releasing all the Mandalorian episodes and comic book. Oh form, yeah, you've been on into those. Oh yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah, and then Obi Wan coming back. Okay. Another Obi Wan series after the recent series coming back. But yeah, nice. Um, I really don't get to watch too many things because my, my kids yeah. take over. Yeah, you kind of have to be in dad mode. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing I will suggest is the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. If you that haven't was seen cool. it yet. Yeah, I really liked my that. My kids really yeah. loved it. It harkened back to, again, my childhood. They're making a TV show of it, too. Oh, dude, yeah. with all these characters. Yeah. It kinda, I got kind of bummed out that Rock, uh, Rocksteady and Bebop weren't back. Well, they were bad guys, they but they were bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they didn't have a Baxter Stockman. They just had Fly, Superfly. And so... But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. For. Thank you again cool. for having me. Oh, thanks for having me on, Nito. Um, I'll see you soon. Yep. All right. Hey, uh, read comics. Bye.